Hi, we're Ellen Taylor, and we're here to join you on your journey from pregnancy to birth, postpartum, and beyond. Here on the podcast, you'll get interviews with birth and parenting professionals, birth stories, and educational episodes to get you feeling confident, supported, and empowered on your journey to and through parenting. Welcome to Birth Reimagined. Hi, I'm Elle Kennedy, a birth photographer and doula based in Orange County, California, and I use she, her pronouns. Today on the podcast, I have Jan Shane Kowalski. Jan, welcome to Birth Reimagined. How are you doing today? Great. Wonderful. Yes. Today's day off from work. <laughs> nice. A three-day weekend, would you believe? <laughs> oh, nice. Very nice. I'm jealous. Um, so, Jan, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I was born and raised in Poland and then came to the United States in 1977 uh, as, you know, the, as the turmoil between the communists and, uh, you know, the free uh, uh, people wanted to get away from the communists, you know, started starting their uprising. So I just happened to escape during that time. So I came to the United States and uh, I lived in Chicago for about 22 years and uh, 24 years. And then uh, I met Coco in 98, 99, uh, uh, and uh, in a a dance company, because I wanted to be like actor, singer, dancer. So I studied, you know, AAA uh, music, um, dance, and uh, acting uh, on and off, you know, on the side at the Discovery Center in Chicago. And then later at the uh, Northeastern University, so uh, and uh, uh, so that's uh, led me to the dancing uh, because it was my, my stronger point. You know, I was a little bit wild. I needed to tame my energy, and dancing was the it for me mm, uh, to nice. channel the energy. So and uh, for uh, that's my artistic side of it. I was also into photography and stuff like that, uh, video. Um, uh, I did uh, some uh, programming for a Polish channel for Chicago Access Corporation where the cable company started in introducing, you know, the cable channels to, uh, to uh, uh, communities. That's when I got involved with that. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, but the dancing was the it. But I, you know, needed to have a regular job too. So I worked as a uh, uh, first as a machinist uh, die maker because it was easy because I went through the training in Poland through uh, uh, my degrees in electrical mechanical engineering uh, in specialty in industrial automation. So it was easy for me to to relate to that, you know. So, um, but I had always the artistic, you know, side of me that I needed to find it and maybe refine it, bring it out. So that's when the theater and the um, uh, dancing came into place. Nice. And you and Coco, how many children do you have and how old are they? Uh, we have two between the two of us. Uh, Chevalier is 13, just turned 13, uh, less, the 9th, actually, February 9th. And Sebastian will be 15 uh, in April, the beginning of April. Yes. And so, uh, you know, we invited you on the show today to talk about um, your your birth story, um, specifically, 
um, a water birth. So which birth story are you going to be sharing with us uh, today? And can you tell us, you know, about about that journey into parenthood? Yes, actually, I, I can talk about both because both uh, sons were born in the water. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yes. And uh, uh, well, since Coco had children from previous marriage and they were regular births, you know, hospital births, and I had uh, children from previous marriage, they were regular hospital births, you know. And uh, so when we um, uh, got involved, um, we talked about having children and uh, how different and what how different it would be and uh, uh, what else can we do if they happen to be born what kind of birth we would want to have we'll try something else you know since Coco is an MD she wanted to say yeah I'm, I'm willing to try something else so we started researching at that time we lived in, uh, in uh, Coco was hired to teach at the University of New Mexico in Taos teach anatomy, physiology, and flamenco dance. Uh, so um, that happened, we, Coco got pregnant, okay? And so we started researching uh, the uh, different possibilities, what would be the options. I know they had a midwifery center in Taos, uh, kind of, uh, it's uh, known because there are midwives from around the world uh, that come and study there. And uh, they do did have a water birth center there, special room or two rooms actually uh, designed just for that purpose. And uh, so we went to visit and we liked it. And they also introduced us to uh, this uh, videotape that two female uh, authors or writers, directors uh, uh, produce a little 20 minute documentary on water births in Russia. We totally fell in love with it. You know, it was amazing. It was uh, like these women uh, swim in this uh, lagoon, uh, Black Sea, and the, the baby just come out and dolphins swimming and playing in the water. Bobby, the baby just pops up, you know, to the surface and ah, it's done. We totally <laughs> fell in love. It was a different situation. We were maybe closer to Russia, uh, maybe somewhere in Europe. We totally would have gone to Russia uh -huh. uh, to have it, uh, the birds uh, done there. So, uh, yes, yeah. so when it came close um, to uh, the birth, um, they c not really coached us or trained us. They just, uh, you know, explained to us what to expect and who is going to be in the room and uh, what uh, the expectations are, you mm -hmm. know. So there were two midwives uh, at the time, uh, two midwives. There were more midwives, but there were two midwives attending and one student from England as a matter of fact studying oh, really? the midwifery um, and Coco danced we had shows uh, once a month or every two weeks oh, sorry flamenco shows in Taos Coco danced and taught classes to the last day literally last day oh my gosh you know she was you know she was she started having contractions already during a class. <laughs> she kept going. <laughs> so, uh, so we then when she came home, we, uh, you know, she started counting closely and, and uh, called the midwife. And uh, once the uh, the contractions stabilized, you know, we decided to go. We we went, you know, like around I think two hours before the birth. You know, around mm -hmm. ten o'clock, I believe, we showed up at the midwifery center. They already had the, everything, the top prepared, you know, water uh, at certain temperature and filled up, you know, and all that. Uh, so, 
um, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Yes, it, it, it wasn't too bad. No medication. Would you believe no medication and uh, just the you know the gravity, mm-hmm. uh, the body in the water, uh, and uh, the baby just comes out. You know, needs a little bit help. You know, say, but no tongues, none of that stuff. You know, uh, just uh, the baby slowly comes out. You know, and you know and the midwife tries to help a little bit. You know. So very, it was very interesting, very uh, uh, interesting experience, you know, being, uh, uh, I, I mean, I was in a birth room uh, in a hospital, but it's not the same experience, you know, it's, uh, you know, but this one was just, you know, uh, no doctors, just a midwife and uh, the water and uh, you and the wife, you know. How did you feel at the water birth? as opposed to a hospital birth? How did that make you feel? Did you feel more relaxed? Were you more stressed about it? Like, what was your emotional state like? Actually, more relaxed. I would say, yes, very much relaxed. Because I, I was, uh, uh, it was more, I felt more connection with the, with the universe and the baby being, you know, connected to the you know, to the uh, earth element, you know, to the elements, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the water, the earth, uh, uh, the, the earth, the water, the air, and, you know, and the fire, you know. So um, it's, uh, it, it, it's a lot stronger connection. And uh, uh, then uh, afterwards, uh, we felt the difference, you know, when uh, Sebastian, you know, after the birth, when we were able to bring him to, to the water, to pool, he felt like right at home, you know, mm-hmm. just dropping in the water and like nothing will happen. He knew exactly hold the breath, you know, and just come up and, you know, to the surface. Um, so uh, very different. Uh, the children are very different. They're, he wasn't afraid of water at all. You know, really he wanted cool. water. He wanted like was, was uh, uh, uh you know, begging for water, literally. <laughs> uh, bathtubs were his best times, and the pool time was his best times. It still is. They still love it. And and what about your other child? Was was that water birth the same, or was it different? No, it was a little different, because the, with Sebastian, we lived in Taos, uh, and they had a midwifery center um, specifically built for that purpose, uh, for the water birth. Plus, just regular, you know, midwife, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, work uh, for the uh, for the ladies, um, for women in general. But uh, with uh, with Chevalier, we by then because I started working in uh, film industry, we needed to move closer where the work was, you know, me driving from Taos to Santa Fe or Taos to Albuquerque and then back, you know, there was a lot of driving involved. So um, we decided uh, to move to, it was time to move to Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. And in Santa Fe, there were midwives, as a matter of one of the midwives that started the midwifery center in uh, Taos, lived in, uh, in uh, Santa Fe. And she had her midwife crew other midwife ladies 
that either she trained or they were trained already. They had a, like a circle of midwives. Mm-hmm. Um, they were also associated with the uh, acupuncturist at that time, Hari Cho, who wrote, he was old sage who wrote a bunch of books, medical books that are uh, popular among the uh, practitioners, you know, around okay, the country, yeah. around the world, as a matter of fact. Um, and um, so with Chevalier, <laughs> uh, since they didn't have the midwifery center, uh, they were using these uh, special uh, kitty pools. They had to be okay, ordered, but yeah. they happened to have one on hand, so they let us have it a week, at least it was a week or two weeks before the birth, expected birth of Chevalier. Uh-huh. So we could practice, like t- uh, put it together, blow it up, and uh, fill up with water. You know, how long will it take? Kind of practice, see how long will it take us to get it go- up going. So uh, when the time comes, Coco will be ready to hop into the water. You know, mm-hmm. what will be the time frame? You know, it calculated it was about two hours to get it all going. Mm-hmm. Spread it out, blow it up. And then uh, fill up with water. Yeah, it takes a while. And the water has to be had to be boiled. Yes, about two hours prep, prep time. Uh, so it was the same thing. It wasn't really coaching, just kind of introducing to what to expect. Now, since uh, half of the things had to be done by ourselves, you know, be you know, be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, all this uh, legwork had to be done. So we wanted to be, you know. Uh, be ready when the time comes and and know to what expect if something happens you know so they gave us one pool and they had one just in case something was wrong maybe it was a leak or something they had another one um that they brought with them and um uh with chevalier coco was much bigger was way bigger uh she was huge and she felt when the baby turned you know uh, from up to down you know, the head. Mm-hmm. But uh, at that time, also, we were visiting uh, Hari Cho, uh, the acupuncturist. Uh, he was very intuitive. Um, me going for treatments on my shoulders, my arms, uh, uh, because uh, working on film industries could be brutal, especially when you're on location. Yeah, um, very yeah, long can, hours. Yes, long hours, brutal hours in the environment, you know, wind, uh, rain, shine, you know. Uh, dry air, prairie, and the equipment, condors, you know, so kind of uh, takes a toll. You're wearing the bags, you know, with uh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> on, your, on your hips. <laughs> it's uh, it's grueling, you know. So uh, once, uh, at least once a month, I would go visit Harijo, you know, for, have a treatment. And I think Coco, I forgot what she went for, but she did go, and the acupuncturist asked her if she, uh, if he, uh, want if she wanted to have the baby turn, mm-hmm. and she said no, the baby turned. What he meant, the baby was yes, baby was turned, but the baby was turned the other way. You know, uh, uh, yeah, the face I forget the face up, right? Is that uh, the, yes, sunny side up? The, yes, yes. The baby's face is supposed to. Um, face down towards your that's spine. Correct. Yes, that's Their correct. Their spine is supposed to align along your tummy. So right. Chevalier was was, was the other way. tummy to tummy yes, and spine was, to spine. Right. It was the other way. I mean, she didn't know. She didn't know. She was. She thought that, you know, 
he meant, you know, the head up, up, yeah, all the going way down. down. Yes, <laughs> that upside down. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of okay, fine. But uh, Coco also, you know, a couple of times she traveled to the mountain, you know, just to get uh, like kind of relax and meditate, you know, just before the birth because she was so huge, you know, and uh, uh, just to like calm her down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, um, so uh, so the, the time of the birth, she started feeling the contractions about 4 a.m. So I, so she said, oh, I think it's time to start setting up. Uh, so I started setting up the little pool. They're, they're a little bigger than the kiddie pool, you know, a little, yeah. little bigger in diameter and a little taller. Okay. So at least two people, two, two grown-ups could sit in it. Um, and uh, so I started boiling water, many pots, you know, (laughs) and, uh, you know, the pool was ready by six o'clock. Everything was ready. was uh, the water had the right temperature, but by then the midwives arrived and they checked Coco, you know, make sure everything was okay, that she was okay, you know, and then uh, it it was time, uh, both midwives came in or one of them came in and then the later, uh, you know, I don't know, half hour later, maybe the other one came in. And uh, they helped Coco uh, into the top and uh, started counting the contractions and, uh, you know, to check how, how close was she opening, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, for the baby to come out, you know, and how easy it was to uh, opening, you know. Um, and uh, they also in, instructed me to, if I wanted to go in, into the top, you know, I could sit uh, you know with uh, with coco uh or have the baby you know just have the baby to to come out oh they were uh, they let you uh yes, have the uh-huh. opportunity to yes. deliver yes Chevalier? they did the same That's thing was so cool. I, I love when they do yeah. that <laughs> i in uh in uh i didn't go i don't remember if i went to inside the t- no i don't think so i didn't go with sebastian i didn't go inside the tub but they did help me uh help Get the baby out. Yes. Sebastian uh, yeah, as yeah, well. to help deliver. Was, yes, of course. Yes, it was very interesting. And uh, uh, with Chevalier, too, when it was time, the baby's the head started s- sort of coming out. They, uh, they had me get ready. But then one of the midwives realized, oops, the baby head is the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So they didn't think, tell Coco anything about it that she, because Coco would have been probably went through the roof, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she would probably flip, you know. Oh, oh yeah. my God, baby, <laughs> the head is upside down, up instead of down. So, so they asked me, the midwives asked me to hop in it uh, in the pool and have Coco sit on my lap. That would mm-hmm. bring the pelvis, you know, a much forward, you know, would curve mm-hmm. her spine much forward. So it was easier for the midwives to. Uh, you know, have a contact with the baby's head and uh, manipulate in such a way so the baby doesn't either doesn't choke or doesn't uh, get wrapped, you know, around the uh, the cords. Uh, yeah, you know. there's certain there's certain positions that are better um, if you have a baby who is um, sunny side up. Or, you know, if the baby's spine is along your spine, that means their spine is going to be rubbing across your tailbone as Mm -hmm. the baby's being born. And that can be um, more painful. But there are there are certain labor positions that are better 
um, and can help alleviate some of that pressure. So that helped a lot, and, uh, and the midwives uh, were able to... It took a little longer to uh, get the baby out, mm-hmm. uh, but Coco knew nothing about it. She, <laughs> she, all she knew that the baby was turned, <laughs> you know, the other way. No, the baby was turned, what she thought was turned, you know, and that mm-hmm. the baby was big. She knew about that, you know, the, the baby was really huge because, her, you know, she was shocking. She, first, she thought that it was maybe it was a lot of water. It wasn't a lot of water. The baby was just big. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, it was a happy ending, you know, and the baby came out safe. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and it was breathing. And by then, Sebastian wanted to be in the water, too. So we had... <laughs> We had Sebastian, we had friend come over to stay with Sebastian, able to play with Sebastian. So, but no, but Sebastian wanted to be in the water, you know. So now when the baby comes, the infant comes out, you know, (laughs) Sebastian hops in the water and I was in the water. So there's four of us (laughs) in the water. Oh, those are some of my favorite birth photography photos are water births, especially if the partner or an older child is in the water too. Right. Like just those connections and and everything are just so beautiful and so wonderful. And since Sebastian was uh, breastfeeding, he so he was <laughs> breastfeeding <laughs> and <clears throat> the midwives got the baby too. So the baby was, you know, also on uh, Coco's breath on the other side. Tandem nursing right after being born. That's amazing. Yes, it was amazing. It was uh, we have some photos of that if we could find it in some videos, but I think. Oh, I <laughs> uh, love that. Yeah, so it was it was really one of the greatest moments. The four of us in the water and both of them uh, breastfeeding, you know, and it was like Pepe was glow. I mean, the cocoa was glowing. <laughs> yeah, that that I just did this like lights you up from the inside right after you have uh-huh. a baby. Yeah, that, that exactly. moment. Oh, that's so cool. I love that so much. It reminds me a little bit of, uh, um, there is an old uh, Russian movie, feature film movie from the 50s. Uh, they call it Chewavik um, uh, Amphibia, the, uh, the human uh, amphibia. Okay. Um, but the real translation is, uh, the real title is uh, the, uh, the devil, the sea devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened is that uh, when the boy, the father was scientist and the mother passed away at birth. And so the boy was born with a lung problem, breathing problem. So he did, uh, the, uh, the father was a scientist, doctor. And so he in- transplanted uh, dolphins uh, breathing apparatus. Uh-huh. But, but he had to be in the water, not all the time, but uh, most of the time, you know. He could uh-huh. breathe on land, but he had to be in the water, you know. So uh, so then he constructed some kind of, you know, uh, outfit, like a scuba outfit, but look like a devil <laughs> with a, okay. with a fence, fence under his thing, you know. And he would swim in the water, you know, that he felt at best when he was in the water because of, you know, him not able to uh, stay on land for too long. Uh-huh. Yeah, he had to be in the water. So that reminds me kind of of that. They like once they, you know, the, uh, the our sons uh, had the urge and constant constant urge almost be in the water, whether it would be a tub or in a pool. Um, uh, that kind of re, you know 
I, I have these images from from that movie. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and there was also the Black Sea. <laughs> <laughs> also so, the Black Sea. Yeah, it was exactly the the the, the story was uh, uh, around Black Sea and Odessa. Uh, yeah <laughs> so kind of interesting but yes definitely there is some spiritual thing uh, uh the the connection we can feel the connection that the boys have with the with the water uh-huh you know um uh, definitely there is a there is a strong pool um, yeah and when then when we came when we came 2010 um coco was hired by santa monica college as a professor so we had Three days to get here, we packed up basically summer clothes and threw in a car and left. Mm -hmm. You know, left our town home in Santa Fe and drove straight uh, here and straight to the beach, Santa Monica, Santa Monica Beach. <laughs> and the boys right away ran to the water. <laughs> right in the water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Jan, do you have any advice or tips for soon-to-be parents that are considering a water birth or anything you learned that, you know, you would recommend? Uh, definitely, I would recommend it. Uh, research it. Um, uh, research it. Uh, look up some uh, videos, YouTube videos, online, uh, or ask around. Uh, a lot of the doctors know about it, uh, and there are midwives here and there. You know, there are centers that sometimes you know may not uh, be uh, talked about. I think more often now than at the time our sons were born, you know, mm -hmm. uh, there was sort of uh, uh, like a secret society, you know, <laughs> of midwives. <laughs> but uh, now it's more often, it's more open. Uh, and um, one of our friends, one of the guys that I worked with, he also had his son's uh, water birth. Mm -hmm. uh, with um, with a mid midwife and actually he was more interactive uh, with it than uh, I was. I was uh, participating with a midwife and he actually delivered the babies in the in the pool in the water in mm -hmm. the tub in the, at home. Yeah, uh, and uh, very healthy uh, young men now, teenagers. You know, about the same ages as our sons. Yeah, and uh, but definitely I would recommend to uh, for anybody that just. You know, to see at least, you know, expose yourself to the knowledge and to the idea uh, offered by, by uh, water births. I yeah. found out about water births or sort of pseudo water births, you know, a combination of partial water birth, partial regular birth, hospital births mm -hmm. um, in um, uh, when uh, my children from previous marriage were born, especially my son, mm -hmm. uh, I knew about other people f uh, at where I worked that uh, other people were trying a uh, combination of water births uh, or, or half water births, half uh, regular birth, you know. And uh, some of the hospitals at that time, I don't know if they still offer or they offer more, offered a uh, room that was for water birth, but the mother sits in the water till it's time to deliver, and then they take her to the delivery room. Basically. Yeah, that's so, pretty common in yes, hospitals. Yes, a lot of midwives, especially if they have birthing centers, um, they will have at least one birthing tub. Sometimes, if they have a second um, sort of birthing suite, the second one might mm -hmm. have a smaller tub or it might have a shower. But during labor, even if you don't actually give birth in the water, um, 
taking a bath, taking a shower, being in the water can be incredibly soothing, especially if you're having back labor or if the baby's sunny side up. Um, those things can be incredibly soothing. Um, I know with my first with my first kid, um, I was in the water a lot during my pregnancy. All I wanted was baths all the time. And I was convinced I was going to have a water birth. And, you know, the time came and I just could not get comfortable in that particular tub um, to have a water birth. So I did not end up having one. Um, and then with my second child, I, I didn't crave the water as much. And, and I really didn't use that as much as a suit for as a soothing technique so it, mm -hmm. it really does change from pregnancy to pregnancy um but it's something that you should ask your ask your midwife ask your ob find out you know the hospital if you plan on having a hospital birth find out the hospital you know what they have what they can offer you do they have baths or birthing pools or showers available while you're in labor um because you never know what you're going to want in that moment until you get there right uh, exactly and uh, like if you know if i had a let's say another time around let's say i would definitely wouldn't want my wife to have another uh, hospital birth it would be definitely water birth for sure it's uh, it's a it's such a uh soothing experience you know mm -hmm. you uh it changes you in some some way you are another person different person you are more um uh at ease with the elements especially the water you know uh, you acknowledge you honor the elements you know mm -hmm. of nature and uh, you look at the elements differently you uh you respect the elements mm -hmm. yeah definitely i i would recommend highly recommend that because uh, there is, there is definitely there is none of the has well. Uh, the, the 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 wife do, does get a uh, you know a little bit of medication stuff, but it's not it's not what the hospital is giving you or putting an IV to to force the uh, contractions and to force the opening. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's very painful uh, for the mother. Uh, mm -hmm. especially if, if if it goes too slow they increase you know if it's too long they increase the doses you know what I mean it's very mm -hmm. painful uh, uh, and I I've, I I've you know with my uh, with my son I've heard oh my god I it's, it's it's even I don't even want to repeat what I heard in the, from the doctors cursing you know at the yeah. mothers you know at hospitals oh my god it's like a, is that what it, I, I've never heard it, you know, it's like, is that what they do in the delivery room? <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's not always like that. And, yeah. you know, it, it does vary from place to place and doctor yes. to doctor. And I mean, it's even some midwives have a bad reputation. So, you know, do your research, look into right. your doctor, look for reviews from people who have been past patients. Find the place that's the right fit. Find the the provider that's the right fit. Whoever's going to be giving you care, you need to trust them to be in that space with you. That's so important. Yes, very much. And we had a uh, report right away. As soon as we met uh, the midwives uh, mm -hmm. in Taos and in Santa Fe, we had an instant connection with them. 
Yeah. It was it, it was very crucial to that to be feel at ease and feel comfortable, feel um, uh, uh, trusted. Yeah. Yeah. Develop trust uh, between you and the midwife. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So before we wrap up, um, this is something we like to ask all of our guests on the show. Um, what is something you're going to do this week to take care of yourself? Oh, definitely. I'm going to exercise. I, I, I started taking cocos classes, flamenco classes. Although uh-huh. I, I'm a dancer, I, I do my own routines, but my routines are a little bit more rigid because I'm uh-huh. more the physicality. And um, uh, cocos is more, uh, it's not, I don't want to say softer. She's, she could be hard, you know, but sh- she's more intuitive uh-huh. with it. Yes. So I do care. Uh, do take uh, because I started taking when I was on uh, res- uh, the um, uh, uh, hiatus from the uh, the, the, the production, uh-huh. and uh, so I did take her classes uh, daily, almost daily. Um, but now it's it's harder for me to get on time back from work, you know, yeah. to 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 catch her class. And so, but I do have my own routines. Basically, there are dance routines that I, I practice. Uh, stretches and the movements, the flamenco movements that help a lot to uh, loosen up, you know, the joints, especially in my arms, my shoulders, my neck and my uh, legs, the uh, glutes, uh, the adductors, you know, I do splits uh, and uh, sit-ups, pull-ups and push-ups, you know, all that, you know, she does the movement. I do the, the similar movements. Uh, to the ones she does in her class. But definitely take uh, her class. It's tough. For me, as tough as I was and I, when I taught, her classes are tough <laughs> for me as a dancer. <laughs> in a good way. I, I, yeah, it's challenging. In a, in a good way. Challenging, yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Very challenging. Because I haven't done, I've abandoned the dance, uh, you know, basically. Occasionally we will do a presentation, you know, her and I will dance, you know. But sometimes we, when we feel like we dance to ourselves, you know, for oh, ourselves, you nice. know. Uh, so, um, and, uh, but I do I try to keep up with the movement. So I do uh, go through the routines uh, uh, when I used to practice for warm up warm up before the class and mm-hmm. maybe cool down after the class yes definitely definitely the the action the body wants movement basically body body was born to have a movement yeah. okay and the chinese philosophy uh, uh also introduces any medication you buy from chinese uh, apothecary it has on in the descriptions they have uh, you know that the body needs movement you know mm-hmm. so so I definitely recommend and uh, the dance for sure because dance and they proved that years ago they did some studies. Dance rejuvenates the body. You go through some motions, through some energy centers and chakras uh, in a dance movements that uh, rejuvenates the body, mm-hmm. uh, re-energizes the body, basically. So, Young, can you share a success or a funny story from this week? Oh, the funny story was, <laughs> I'm still laughing, because uh, I'm a U- European, you know, I get, a, when I get excited, I get loud. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even Coco sometimes, hey, you're so loud, you know. <laughs> I say, love, 
excited. When I get excited, I get so light, and I can't hear it because to me it's an excitement. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yes, I was telling a story to guys I work with on a set uh, this week. It was just a couple of days, two days ago, I believe. Yes, <laughs> and and one of them says, hey, "Listen, Jan, you're so loud." Uh, and I started, I burst in laughing. I said, you know what? My wife says the same thing. You know why? And I tell you the story. Why? Because I get so excited. You know, we Europeans, especially the Polish, the Slavic, when they get so excited, they get so loud. <laughs> Not loud to scream, but just just speak loud, you know, louder, you know. That oh <laughs> Our eardrums get muted, you know. We don't hear it. We, I feel the vibration from excitement, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing. Because that's me. Um, my ancestors are from Slovakia. Ah, uh, that, that's so. That's, I'm like that's interesting. That's my part of the world. <laughs> my mother was born in uh, Poland and Slovakia, two kilometers from the border. As a matter of fact, nice. <laughs> that explains why I get loud when I get excited. Yes, it is. I'm. I'm. I'm not lying. You know, it's like, and the, till somebody pointed out, you know, and it was Coco. I think was pointed out. You know, no one else before. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, there was Coco that pointed out, but then uh, another time was someone on set. I was, and the guy said, "Are you talking to me or are you talking at me?" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Jan, for coming on the show so much. Sure. It was such a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for sharing the birth stories of your sons with us. Oh, definitely. I would highly recommend. It's a different experience and a totally different experience for the mother. You know, it's uh, it's. Uh, but Coco will be, be able to tell you. You know, it's uh, from, with her own words. You know, she because she coming from uh, SNMD. You know, she has her own take on it. Uh, that she would anytime she'll go for water birth. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. And for our listeners, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us here on Birth Reimagined. If you'd like to join our Facebook community, you can find us there at Birth Reimagined Family. And if you'd like to join our email list, you can get the link to that on the show notes for this episode. Being a member of our email list gets you access to all our freebies and makes sure you're kept in the loop whenever a new episode drops or we have anything exciting to share. Thanks again and see you next time.